Welcome to the WFR Marriage Podcast, a conversation about marriage for marriage, a safe place to sit at the table and have the difficult conversations about marriage rooted in the Word of God, the power of testimony, and the healing power of Jesus Christ. Hello, guys. I'm Jonathan Wallace, and I am joined at this awesome table by three of my really good friends, and I'm grouping my wife into the really group that's of right, good friends. That's right. Not only is she my wife, she's my best friend. Well, I'm so. excited tonight because my wife is here as well, um, Anna mm-hmm. Tomlinson, and uh, she's the one that's hardest to get here mm-hmm. because <laughs> I guess because she's so talented in many other areas. Right. And so right. we're glad that she's here. I am here. Glad to have you, Anna. Glad to have you there. Glad to be here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, awesome. Happy to be here. Well, we've got a tough topic tonight, and um, I, I'm not going to lie. For for me, you know, when you start putting stuff out like this, it you know, this is where you know, like in the past some of the stuff we've talked about is, oh well, I can see where they wouldn't second guess some of the stuff that we that we brought, but this one is is it, it touches close to home for a lot of people, That's and right. so it's really a podcast episode about relationships with the opposite sex. Um, in your marriage, right? Like, you know, me having a friend that is the opposite sex of me, but it kind of molds and kind of turns into a more of a, a topic of boundaries, I think, kind of as we go in there and see. So, you know, I just know it it hurts. It hits close to home for me and for Tara, and I think it does for you guys as well, simply because um, maybe mostly because of my relationship with the people I work with. I'm in the healthcare field. I'm a therapist. And so, I would say out of the 27 employees at my office, there's three dudes, and we don't necessarily run into each other every day. And so I'm constantly interacting with the opposite sex. Yeah, this this is a this is a big deal to us because uh, you know we we're both unfaithful to each other, affairs and uh, pornography, and and so there's that. And so we're real cautious when it comes to opposite sex relationships. But uh, whether that's true or not for another couple. Uh, the boundaries are still applicable That's no right. matter what's you know no matter what the status of your marriage is. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's the one thing before there were before the affairs and all of the bad that came we didn't have that problem but we didn't have the boundaries either that we needed and so therefore the worst happened. That's right. That's right. That's right. I think it's important the boundary situation is a hard discussion um, because a lot of people think they don't need it. That's right. But mm-hmm. no matter if you have had an affair or just, you know, normal daily daily life, you need those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need godly boundaries. And, and you may go into a relationship with no ill intent whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And you may not realize what the other person's going through. Right. And so... That can compromise the character of that relationship right there. Yeah, I know there's uh, couples that we've sat down with over the years um, that didn't have boundaries and mm-hmm. wasn't taking precautions. You know, were just in just a wreck and in tears and crying because their family's falling apart because yeah. they did not have those boundaries in place. And so this is, you know, for someone to think that this is not applicable to my marriage, uh, setting themselves up for failure. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So big question. Can you have a friend that is of the opposite sex as a Christian? Definitely. Absolutely. I mean, I think Trey is a friend. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know Jonathan thinks Anna is a friend. We have plenty Mm -hmm. of those friendships. Um, But with those friendships, 
you know, we do have boundaries that are set, even mm-hmm. though we're we're all in a ministry together. We still mm-hmm. have those boundaries that are set. And I agree. I think it's it's perfectly fine as long as your spouse knows the dynamics of that particular That's relationship. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for instance, Jonathan and I are not going out to eat lunch. That's right. Alone. That's right. Without either Trey or you know Tara, and then by Trey and Tara aren't going out and hanging out, or we're not calling each other. That's right. Just having long, intimate conversations, no. um, because that is that is reserved for your spouse, and That's that right. is very dangerous, a very dangerous place to be. That's right. Um, and to put yourself in. That's right. I mean, right. And, and we're called by Scripture, I think, really to have really close relationships. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I. I know a lot about Anna. Trey knows a lot about Tara. And, and you even you think back to Second Peter. It says, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control. Okay, so that key self-control there. And to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness. Then to godliness mutual affection or brotherly love. And from brotherly love or mutual affection to love. And if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, but whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, mm. forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. And so you see clearly here, I mean, we know community is important, but you also have to have those parameters in place. You have to have that self-control, you know, before you have that brotherly affection, because things can happen. Yeah. And it, things well have said. happened. Yeah, well so. said. So is it a good idea to have an opposite sex friendship, Tara? With someone that your spouse doesn't know. Heck no. <laughs> Heck no. And that's, you know, that's something that um, we've we've laid the law down in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's if someone, like, say I'm on Facebook and someone friends me and I have no idea who the guy is. I'm like, Jonathan, look at this. So-and-so, I don't know who it is, um, friended me. And he sees me delete it like I don't want any and he has the same with people that friend him um, so I, I think it's very important that he knows everyone that I know yeah what happens person. is um, you know you may have that spouse who says well my husband or my wife they just don't understand you know this is it's an innocent relationship it's my co-worker it's my uh, workout partner or whatever you know and the they just don't understand. That's right. And but what it is actually is is dishonest. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, first and foremost, it, it breaks trust and it dishonors God, and it dishonors marriage. You know because you're you're hiding something from, from your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's just setting yourself up for really the enemy, which is the devil, mm-hmm. to get you right where he wants you That's to right. work on you. To get you to let your guards down and then, you know, you start with just complimenting each other and and maybe mean nothing by it but your friends. And so compliments and then texting and then calling and then meeting outside of whatever the if it was at work or at the gym or or wherever things begin to progress. And that was never anyone's intentions to begin with. And so Satan, the Bible tells us he is prowling around like a lion waiting to devour us so we cannot let our guard down and think i've got this because as soon as we think oh i'm good i would never do that you're about to do exactly what it is you said you would never do you're on your way down that path i know that was true for me 
I told myself, I will, I would never grow that far. I'll never cross that line. Mm -hmm. And I cross every single line and then some. Right. I've always said that, you know, the way Satan destroys entire families is through marriage. Mm-hmm. And it only takes that one, oh, I love the shirt you have on. It's beautiful. And that person feels amazing, you know, and, and then it leads from one thing to another and bam. That's yeah, right. because what if on that day you get that compliment, you just had a fight. Right. That's right. Trey and I just had a fight and I wasn't feeling pretty because of however he treated me or whatever I did to him and vice versa. But there's always Satan's going to have somebody. Mm-hmm. Right there, ready to yeah. to pay that compliment, and it's like, He's oh, ready. that felt good. Yeah. I, I would like the, more of that. Whether that compliment is literally just meant as a compliment, or mm-hmm. that compliment yeah. is, hey, mm-hmm. I recognize something oh, yeah. happened here. Mm-hmm. Here's a way in for me, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, you know, I, I see it in my marriage, you know, and for those that you know, if any of my coworkers listen to this podcast, you may be surprised, but I don't have conversations anymore without letting my wife know about them, you know, literally just pretty much every day I'll, you know, um, Tara knows who I talk to on a regular basis and it's the same four or five, six people. And I usually let her know, um, you know, I come into some tough situations where I have to at times be in the vehicle alone, Uh, somebody riding with me to go do some observations or something. And when that person steps in the vehicle, Mm -hmm. I just call her, (laughs) you know? And so, um, And those are more casual relationships. Those aren't really deep friendships. So so next question is, how do we know when that line is getting closer, Anna? How do we know when that opposite-sex opposite sex relationship is starting to get unhealthy? I think, uh, for one, the minute that you think, oh, well, I mean, it's okay. I would never do that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go that far. You better check yourself and don't trust yourself. Romans thirteen fourteen says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Mm-hmm. Our flesh is going to want to do that. And then at any moment you think, ooh, maybe I shouldn't tell this. Maybe I shouldn't tell this to Trey or maybe I should. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of fudge it a little. If I can't just be plainly honest about who I'm with, who I'm talking to, what we've talked about, mm-hmm. or anything, or even things that I've thought or felt, or if I am having thoughts that are not, you know, that are tempting me to be in a relationship or pursue any type of fantasy in my mind, anything like that, you got to shut it down. That's right. Yeah. What it, I mean, even if you have to be absolutely rude. You'd be rude. I told Anna back years ago that there is a such thing for a woman, uh, primarily, um, it's a godly rudeness. Like, there is a time for a woman to be godly and rude at the same time. I think that's a a thing. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking, um, you know, and maybe this is early on in in the process where someone is contemplating having an opposite-sex relationship uh, that their spouse doesn't know about. Is it, and Anna touched on it. It's just fantasizing. You start mm-hmm. thinking about that person, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at, at you know when you're away from them, and, and you really um, think about what it would be like to be with them. Yeah. And then you start thinking ill about your spouse. And I think that's kind of the you know it's, yeah. it's kind of like Eve in the garden. She you know was misled by that that little lie in her own mind. I think that happens a lot of times with. Mm-hmm. With spouses believing that lie, like I'd be better off with with, with this guy or gal. That's right. That's right. What about you, Beth? Um, I, I honestly, all of those are great. Um, if you 
if you ever have to hide the things that you're doing, say, you know, I get a text message and you have to delete that text message because mm-hmm. you feel, oh, he might get mad at me if he sees that. That's that's a biggie. Mm-hmm. That's a biggie for me. And that's, I, I know that's happened a lot. I've heard my friends say, oh, I better not let them, you know. So I think that's that's wrong. And that leads straight down the path that you don't even want to take a step foot in. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's really easy to do. I think it's easier to do than most people think because mm-hmm. a lot of times you're sick of talking to the same person over and over and over. <laughs> so you're like, you, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. Hey, look, sorry. No feelings were hurt in the making of this podcast. I can get <laughs> you guys. But, you know, you, you kind of get, you get tired of confiding in them because you think I'm just burdening. So that one little statement and that other person the other opposite sex is like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, and they mm-hmm. give you a little bit of feedback, and, man, it's on from there, and it just goes downhill. So I think it's important to not even step foot into that. No texting, no. Um, I know that when we do a text, we do group text, that's and right. I think that's yeah. important that you do a group text. And I, I, I don't know what made me think of this, and I think it probably needs to be said, Um because I think a lot of times you have um, wives primarily that are vulnerable because of their husband's lack of leadership or whatever it is at the house. That's true. But you always have these um, guys, whether they, they're most of the time they're married, that are, are seeking women like that just That's to, right. um, mm-hmm. you know, they know how to sweet talk them. That's they know right. how to to really, you know, make them perk up. So uh, that's something to think about. Like, there, there are guys out there that are like that, you know. Yeah, and that makes me think of, of John eight forty four. We had that verse pulled up, and you think about that type of person. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of all lies. And that just yeah. that comes straight from yeah. straight from him. So. And I'm sure there's women out there like that, too. But it just seems to always fall to yeah. guys mm-hmm. that are like that. So. Yeah. So uh, let's get into some practical stuff now, okay? Um, what kind of boundaries do we have in place, Tara, that, that we make sure that we don't cross? Um, I'm never alone with the opposite sex. I just take that initiative um even if it's one of jonathan's friends i don't feel comfortable ever mm-hmm. you know if there's no one else in the room mm-hmm. uh, i even thought about that i know this is crazy but a while ago we were sitting in here and jeremy was in here and trey was in here and i was like mm-hmm. okay if jeremy leaves i'm gonna get up and walk out and it was nothing against trey it was just a respect for anna yeah. and it was respect for mm-hmm. my husband so mm-hmm. you have to feel that you have mm-hmm. to be aware of those kind of mm-hmm. things yeah. also. And, and private and public areas play a key role in that. You know, um, I don't do a lot of marketing, but I do, you know, I, I am get the opportunity to be taken to lunch every now and then. And, and really, I've, res- I've backed it down to just one person, somebody I used to work with, because I know that when I get the invite to lunch and she's trying to sell me something, Terry gets to come, <laughs> and so you know, you know, I've, I've I've turned down so many lunches because, well, you know, I, I don't want to sit there at the table in front of everybody um, with another woman, whether it even it be for business, and um, it's just you know that's where my heart is at now. The Jonathan seven years ago had no qualms with it, like it, it was fine to me, and 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 I really 
I can't stand myself because I, I see back how much damage that did to my marriage. So. And that leads to a verse that um, we talked about last night, just he and I. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls, Proverbs twenty five twenty eight. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have to put up those mm-hmm. walls. You have to have that self-control. I know so. at this, this stage in our marriage, uh, you know, we, we do counsel a lot of counsel a lot of couples primarily because of our uh, past experience uh, with uh, affairs and, and all that. So we do sit down with a lot of couples. And I think one thing we realized uh, early on was not for me or, or Anna, either one, not to be that cry, that shoulder to cry on for Somebody that else. wife or that husband, you know, when, when one of us is not there. And, uh, you know, just give them a tissue, say, hey, we'll meet again when, yeah. when my wife is back. You know, we've learned yeah. that uh, right off the bat. Yeah, we never talking or texting it's just same as y'all it's mm-hmm. in a group text if we have to talk to the opposite sex um i'm never alone with guys and there's been times when just working at the church being in the building and strangers walk in mm-hmm. um i don't even know these guys i don't even know what their atten- intention is but i would i picked up the phone and i called trade there's <laughs> there's a guy in here in the same room and then i left and i went and found an, um, another man to go find out who this guy is, what did he need? Because right. it wasn't going to be me. Like, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. For one, I don't want to cause Trey any doubts or to not trust me again. And I don't, I'm just not going to say that I'm going to trust myself, although I don't feel like I'm anywhere near what I used to be. That's not even mm-hmm. in my mind, but I think part of it is because I still act like as if that that I had an affair yesterday. Yeah. And so I'm going to conduct myself that way because I don't want to make any room for when I'm weak, Satan's going to be ready. That's right. I think the, um, the not being alone one, that's, that's should be one for everybody. Of course it is, it is for us too. Because generally, generally it happens uh, at work. Mm -hmm. uh, Like Anna said, Mm -hmm. at church, it happens at the gym Mm -hmm. and uh, just, before you even know it, you're alone with someone mm-hmm. and um, you're sharing details about your marriage and you're yeah. creating emotional intimacy, completely uh, seemingly innocent, you know, but it, right. just, it doesn't stay there. So. Right. One of the things that I thought about is um, flirting. You know, mm, yeah. some people have that disposition to flirt, and um, they're just joking. I, I, I love how as she's saying this, she's staring at Anna, but she is pointing directly at me. <laughs> oh goodness! Um, no, but honestly, you know, it's it's important that it is, it is. that we um, we watch you know our tone and the way yeah. we carry ourselves, the way we dress is a huge thing. We mm-hmm. need to um, dress appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's very important. We need to teach our kids that. We need to just stress that in that's our right. lives. And um, right. sarcasm, you know, we <laughs> we joke about that all the time, Jonathan and I, but it used to really, um, I, I, I can take it as it being a flirting, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, toward mm-hmm. me. So some women just take it that way. And that's I'm right. like, just please watch yourself when you do um, have I think you're right. I think that's a, a good one because just like you said, like it may not be intentional. That's right. But mm-hmm. that person is perceiving it like that. That's right. And that's all it takes. That's right. Yeah. And, and alcohol, y'all. Mm, 
That's a big one. I mean, I think we can all just say alcohol. Just the word. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Mm -hmm. So, you know, really, I want to kind of hit this and just kind of sum it up because we're pushing our time limit today, guys. How do we honor God and your spouse when you have to frequently interact with the opposite sex? And and I geared that question because I have to, right? I had to put that question in there. So, um, you know, A, let's just keep good boundaries, Yeah. right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think I think the most important one, and again, you know, we were discussing this last night, and we were just talking about, you know, what our boundaries are, and we said, speak as if both God and your spouse were in the room with you, mm-hmm. and that is just, if you do that, you're going to think, ooh, he yeah. would be so mad at me, mm-hmm. why would I, disappointed, you know, so I, I think that's important that you put that in your mind, and you always yeah. think that. I'll, I'll just say this, um, honesty and openness because the minute something comes up and your spouse uh, finds that you didn't tell them, mm-hmm. right, that's, 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 that's it. Bad. It's over. Yeah. That's right. And, and you think about that in y'all's relationship and think about it in our relationship, the years we've put into healing from those mm-hmm. kind of backgrounds, right? Yeah. How quickly can that wall be brought down by yeah. something as simple as not being straightforward with a text message? Right. So. Yeah, and I think that still to this day, I mean, it's it's been nine years we're nine years removed um you know going on 10 years from our train wreck and if you looked at my phone right now how many text message threads i have and they'll go i probably have a year's worth of text messages Mm -hmm. on my phone i delete nothing yeah um and you said that earlier tara and that's huge i think act as if i'm an open book that's right and I'm going to conduct myself as if my husband were right by my side at all times, and God is. That's right. He so. is. He's, he's right there sitting on your shoulder. Yep. So um, that's a lot of wisdom there. We we hope that that uh, has helped you in some way or another. So I'm going to just uh, share with you um, how you can uh, donate to the podcast here. Uh, we hope this helps you in some way, and you can help us by uh, just uh, go into the WFR Church app, or you can go to WFRChurch.org and go to Donate and just uh, message there just for marriage ministry. That's it. And thank you guys for sitting with us at the table again. We hope you got a healthy dose of truth and grace, and we pray that you are able to use this podcast to deepen your relationship with Christ and your spouse, and we pray that those two relationships would be on bright display to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.